Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one frugal page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, to both 46 and 47, the rabbis of the Talmud channel their inner Susie Orman, telling you to save a pretty penny for a rainy day. Have a listen. The Gemara explains, lest you say that the husband should not consume the produce, but leave it so that if he requires funds to redeem his wife, he will have them available. As if he is not compelled to do so, he will refrain from redeeming her, as he will be unwilling to spend his own money for that purpose. The Tanah therefore teaches us that this arrangement is preferable because sometimes the produce will not amount to the funds necessary to redeem her from captivity and he would not redeem her if he was expected to use the funds produced by her property. Consequently, the sages decreed that he consumes the produce immediately and that he must redeem her from his own funds if she is taken into captivity. Okay. I admit, the scenario the Talmud depicts is particularly grim. And these days, hallelujah, very few of us have to worry much about our loved ones being taken hostage and not having enough funds to redeem them from captivity. Thank God for small mercies. But the rabbis are nonetheless teaching us an important life lesson here, one that we would do well to heed. Before we review it, however, let us dip briefly into the flowering industry of American personal finances. How much would you say does the average American save? Thankfully, the number, according to Northwestern Mutual's 2022 Planning and Progress study, is surprising and encouraging. I would have said a buck seventy-five, but the average amount of personal savings, not including investments, was sixty-two thousand and eighty-six dollars in twenty twenty-two, which may not be enough to pay for that yellow Lambo, or God forbid, two or three or four years without income should disaster strike. But which is still nothing to sneeze at sixty-two thousand dollars. Americans, it seems, are closely following the golden ratio of savings: fifty. 30, 20. Spend 50% of your income on your needs. That will be food, rent, and other unavoidables. Spend 30% on your wants. You know who you are, painfully overpriced J-Press dinner jacket. And keep 20% aside and savings, you know, just in case. It sounds so frugal and so wise and so adulty. And the rabbis remind us in today's page of Talmud, it's also potentially completely dead wrong. Why? Because we humans, praise Hashem, aren't machines. Only computers or small children or religious zealots see things as binaries, black or white, good or bad. We are intricate and complicated creatures, which is precisely what makes us so wonderful. And in marches money and messes up the program. How? The rabbis give us a thrilling lesson. Say you have some cash put aside, which you've saved precisely because you're the kind of responsible person and wanted to make sure you have enough to redeem your spouse should they have the misfortune of falling captive. That is always a good scenario to prepare for. Congratulations to you, Mazel Tov. You're a good, responsible, decent individual, the kind of can-do, trusty fellow who, like a good scout, is always 
prepared. Except, of course, for this. Once you start playing the savings game, you start thinking primarily in dollars and cents. And then when you get the call that the missus or the hubby are being held hostage in a warehouse somewhere, you could be excused for, first and foremost, doing some basic arithmetic. Ah, not enough cash in the piggy bank? Oh well, shucks, it's only responsible to say that we can't spend what we don't have. Captive spouse be damned. So today, the Talmud wishes to teach us a higher truth. There are some things out there more important even than cold, hard currency. Because money, as four fab rabbis once taught us, can't buy me love. And, as the rabbis of the Talmud teach us in today's pages, you should remember that when you do your own financial planning. Don't worry so much about the strictures of frugality. Go ahead and eat those delicious fruit if you've got them lying around the house. Prepare for bad times by all means. And please, please, please be responsible and do your best to save as much as you can. But approach the question of savings and finance by reminding yourself that some situations in life lie beyond bottom lines and dollars and cents. And that the true pleasure and meaning of human existence could never be found on anyone's balance sheet. Compassion and commitment are infinitely more valuable than cash or credit, which means that pinching pennies isn't always admirable and spending money like it's going out of style isn't always irresponsible. It's all about keeping your priorities straight and always remembering Oscar Wilde's timeless admonition as urgent today as it was when it was written all those years ago. A cynic is someone who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. Let us all be better than that. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, Please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon. Soon.